This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Podcast Network. Be sure to check out our other shows like Westworld FM, Gone to Texas, and Horror Movie Yearbook. If you're a fan of Westworld, Preacher, or horror movies in general, chances are you'll dig one of those podcasts. So go to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com for more information. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian hey. and Alex. Hello. While you're listening or even watching along, why not head over to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com slash support. Check out all the various ways you can support us. We have a support store where you can buy t-shirts, koozies, hoodies, and even a donate button if you don't feel like buying anything at all and just want to donate. You can check out the Amazon affiliate link where you can go to Amazon through that link, buy whatever the hell you want. Some of the money comes to us, and you don't pay anything extra for it. It just happens that they give us some, yeah. which is pretty rad. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher like iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Podcasts, all those good things. Anywhere you can review us, please do. We appreciate that. It makes us look better. It makes people want to listen to us because they see that other people like us. Makes us feel good. Makes or us feel bad. good. Or bad. And if you want to make us feel really bad, you can write some feedback to MidwestGameNears at gmail.com <laughs> and tell us how terrible we are. Or if you feel don't like telling us how good we are, you can do that, too. Do that. Um, and don't forget to add us on Twitter at MGN Podcast and on Instagram at Midwest Game Nerds. Both of those platforms we don't use terribly often, but if we had more interaction with from you guys, maybe we would. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just an idea. Uh, today, we've got a little bit of feedback from Tommy we're going to go over and some game news and things that were announced and all kinds of good stuff like that. And then we're going to jump into a review of Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy Episode 1. And the remake of the Sega Master System classic Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap. But before we jump into that, has anyone played anything else? I don't really know. Well, before you get into those things, we did have two podcast reviews. Oh, so two people did review us on what platform? On iTunes. iTunes. Boom. Okay. Uh, First up is Swift P. And Swift P said, if you like video games uh, and have no one to talk to, these guys are here for you. They're well-versed in games and always keep me laughing. Thank you, Swift P. We are here for you. We are. We appreciate that. Yes. And uh, Josh190694 says, at first blush, MGNP is just a group of guys kicking back and having a good time, making the listener feel right at home with the banter. As you get into an episode, however, it's clear that the gang knows their stuff and might just teach you a thing or two about a new release you should keep your eyes on. Whether you're looking for laughs or critical takes... You'll enjoy your time spent here. Thank you, Josh. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome, Josh. That was you guys. You guys are so nice. I wish we had more uh, feedback like that because it's good to know that people like what we do. I'm, yeah, I'm really happy that it appears like we know things. Yeah, we're. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it collectively, <laughs> it's episode I mean, 59, and yes. they haven't noticed yet. Guys. Having having you in the group means we have like 300 years worth of gaming experience. Yeah, exactly, because yes. you're basically a vampire. Yeah, back mm-hmm. from uh, my days of throwing first spears. reviewer yeah. of stick and hoop. <laughs> <laughs> Inventor of chess, <laughs> the, the grandmaster, yes. the days before Pong. <laughs> so, anyways, we really appreciate that feedback, guys. Uh, I mean, the rates and reviews—that's awesome. Mm-hmm. If anybody else wants to rate and review us, we will talk about you on here because we love our listeners. So, yes, we really appreciate that. And if if you notice that we haven't talked about your review, feel free to tweet at us. Tweet and at be like, us. Hey, you send assholes. Us an email. Whatever Let I reviewed know. you, you can call us assholes. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, we're cool with that. It's just still give us five stars. Yeah, just you know, assholes with five stars. It, uh-huh. If you watch us on Twitch, you can actually tell us that we're assholes. Live. Actually, if somebody yeah. goes in and puts up that we are five star assholes <laughs> in the rate and review, uh, email me and we'll send you something cool. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
There you go. I don't know what yet, but I'll figure it out. D Jackson in the Twitch says, "Hey nerds, hey, what up, D Jackson? Hey, so uh, what we've been playing? Oh yeah, um, a little bit of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I have like gaming ADD right now. <laughs> I think it's part part in in part due to the uh, nice weather that we've been having. Finally." We've had nice weather, so he hermits himself in his room to play <laughs> no, games. No, I just like I don't have the attention oh, span yeah. to play too long, and then I just want to like go do something else, and I'll pick up a different game, then go out, take okay. your switch whatever. with you. That kind of makes sense. Uh, that would make sense, actually. Yeah. I I pretty much never take it out of the dock. <laughs> it's pretty sad. Go to, go to a park and get you know play, um, play with your Joy-Con. <laughs> yeah, I am actually excited with to, other kids to take my switch with me when I go on vacation in Hell a few yeah. weeks. Do you get Where a battery pack? Um, Seattle and Portland. Nice. Did you buy a battery pack for it? Yes, I did. Tight. Did you get the Anchor one? I got one of the Anchor ones, yeah. yeah. Mine's like 4,000 milliamp hours or something like that. I don't that. need it's, that It's something much. ridiculous. I wanted no, one that was bigger like than that. light enough to it's travel It's like 20,000 milliamp hours. Yeah, mine's like 26. It's ridiculous. I don't it's even huge. know. I haven't tried charging the Twitch off, Switch off of it yet, though. DJ Ashland says, have you watched G4? Yeah, back in well, the I day, I think man. we've all seen yeah, some yeah. G4, but... Um, I bought the Uncharted collection. Yeah, because it was your tip. like eight bucks. Eight dollars. Yes. Um, I started the first one. Mm-hmm. I was actually surprised that it doesn't look that bad. Still, it was a gorgeous it was a game. Old like game it was, at this point. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't launch, but it was a couple months after launch for the PS3. I know it's like an HD collection, whatever. Yeah. But they didn't really do that much to it, from what I understand, right? I don't. Just, yeah, I don't think they like. like it, it runs at sixty frames per second, which is cool. They might have like upped the textures a little bit if they could, but yeah. I don't know. But it's it's very much playable, passable yeah. visually. Um. I don't know. It was cool. I didn't get very far. And then I decided to try one of the other games I bought. I picked up both of the newer Wolfenstein games. Okay. I started playing the New Order one. The New Order and the Old Blood. Yeah. Yeah. And because those were only five bucks a piece. Yeah. And I had basically been putting off buying those, like almost bought them on Steam sales probably a dozen times. Yeah, I've done the same thing. I've heard they're awesome. Yeah. I mean, I played the intro part of the. New Order, and it was awesome. Like, it's just very spectacular, and it, it looks cool. Like, it looks like there's actually going to be a decent amount to the story, even yeah. though it's a shooter. A shooter yeah. and a <laughs> Wolfenstein game. Yeah, but I, I like that whole uh, alternate history take. Yeah. Like, I think when the game starts, it's like 1946 or something, but the World War is still, still going, going on. on. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Right. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. But I didn't really play much of that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, went back to Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon three. Oh, a bit. Yeah, <laughs> which horizon? <laughs> Too many horizons. Um, that's always fun. Whatever. Not much to say about that. Yep. Thimbleweed Park. I got stuck in, and it made me mad because I really wanted to finish it, but I don't want to cheat. So I'll just like set it down for a while and go back to it and hopefully it'll just click. Yeah. The obscure logic or lack of logic that some of those puzzles have. Yeah. Um Yeah. That's about it, I think. Right on. Destiny. Right. What about you? Uh I don't we don't want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I really only play so I played a lot more Horizon Zero Dawn, which we maybe will get into an email that has to do with that. 
Um, but other than that, I did. Nintendo did put up a demo of uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, which is on the Switch. You said the word Dawn, and that made me remember I did play one match of the open beta of Dawn of War 3 today. Okay. But it's it's just way too hard for me to play without playing the campaign. And you can't play the campaign because it's an open beta. All right. I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. This guy has a thousand units, and I have like <laughs> ten. But it looks cool. Cool. I might pick that up at some point. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, Poyo Poyo Pet and Tetris comes out this Tuesday. I think it's a physical and digital release on the Switch. It's also coming to PS4 as well. Uh, basically, you uh, there's a few different modes in the game, but it's kind of like Tetris Attack. I don't know if you guys ever played that, but it's two people playing Tetris side by side. And as you complete as lines, you, it like dumps other shit on the other person's Yeah, when box. you get a Tetris, it will drop a bunch of lines. That sounds other infuriating. Yeah. I don't so, know if I can play that game. The other thing <laughs> about this game is that you can also play a round of Poyo Poyo, or you can make it. So that one person's playing Poyo Poyo and the other person's playing Tetris. Interesting. Or you can make it so that you both flip back and forth constantly to two different game boards. That would that would drive me insane. It's, it's really hard. I, I beat the computer once when we were both just playing Tetris, and that was it. Because whenever you try... like. The Poyo Poyo is kind of like a, it's almost like a Dr. Mario with you have to connect four of them and then they disappear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's different colored jelly beans, basically. Um, and uh, <laughs> I wish the camera could see the random people that walk by outside. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> what the hell are those people cam- doing? Yeah. But the white balance is so like jacked up on there. <laughs> um, I'll just do a time lapse of the people that walk by with yeah. the GoPro. Use the yeah. GoPro Let's for do that. that. All right. Um, <laughs> but. No, Poyo Poyo Tetris looks really cool. I'm probably going to pick it up just to have something more to play on the Switch. And uh, it's just, it's fun. I, I think it would be fun for us to sit down and play it on a stream. How much is it? I think it's going to be 40 bucks. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Uh, I'll double check. But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much all I've been playing other than the games that we're going to talk about today. So. Right on. I did play more Zelda 2. Zelda 2? Yeah, how was that? Yeah, like last the, week. Uh, the, the, ori- the original Zelda 2? Um, as well. No, it's twenty nine ninety nine. Excuse me. Maybe that's digital only. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Or maybe that's on the Switch. It's thirty nine ninety nine, and on PlayStation Four, it's twenty nine ninety nine, which really sucks. And that's something we could talk about. But <sighs> yeah. Anyway, that's all I've been. Playing. Why do I have to pay more for what's essentially a, a lesser version? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're updating Bomberman. I saw I mean, that. You got rid of yours. I did. You? I, I traded it in. But there, it's not I don't an update worth game ever again. keeping the game for us. Well, I've, I've heard it's, it's correcting a lot of people's issues. Like Apparently, they boosted up the frame rate a little bit, so it doesn't feel quite... And I think they yeah. adjusted the controls, too. But then they're also adding in characters from yeah, other games, like right? Like Simon Belmont. Yeah, there's, there's Pyramid uh, Head oh, from Silent cool. Hill. Belmont Bomber and like those kinds of yeah. things. So that's, that's I would, fun. I would like to play as Pyramid Head. Yeah. That, that would be sweet. What's his actual name? I don't think... Uh, Mr. Pyramid Head. Mr. Pyramid Head. <laughs> Mr. Pyramid S- The third? Sir, Sir Pyramid Head the third. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah. Pyramid. Yeah. I haven't really played anything else, to be honest with you. I've yeah. played... A little more has been heroes. I deleted Fire Emblem off my phone because I was just like, yeah, I haven't touched space. it. This is the biggest app on my phone. It's kind of yeah. Ridiculous. They download those. It's like half a gig. Almost. I don't even know what what's on there. What what it's actually downloading. Right. 
Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I think that's it. Played some Destiny, like Brian mentioned at the very end of his little spiel. But that's about it. Cool. Nothing else. So, yeah, we got some game news. Um, do you want to do Tom's email? Oh, yeah. Let's do Tom's yeah, email Yeah, let's first. not forget again. Let's not forget right. for the second time. This is Tom's email, uh, subject line, hotchristiansingles.exe. Best subject line ever, yes. yeah. by the way. Uh, Tom I, says, hello, nerds. Sorry about the subject name. It was funny at the time, and I like to joke around. Here's a mind bender for you. If you never opened this email and read it, then who am I talking to? <laughs> Good question. I don't, you'll have to go to the Midwest Philosophy Nerds podcast to talk yeah, about that. We should one. start that, actually. <laughs> uh, moving on, a couple episodes back, episode 56, you guys were quite enthusiastic about Horizon Zero Dawn. I ended up buying it because of your review. The first hour of the or so of the game was amazing, as all the reviewers say it is. I was engrossed in the story, cared about the characters. However, after Aloy's tragic bat mitzvah, all of those feelings went away as soon as i was allowed to explore another open world i became more and more disappointed it's just another far cry game i mentioned in a previous email that i'm a sucker for these types of games it appears this isn't the case anymore if the gameplay is this derivative then i assume the story will be too let me guess aloy is special quote-unquote special somehow and only she can get the MacGuffin to the ancient place (laughs) so the blue light in the sky goes away and an army of arbitrary robots shuts off all at the same time also, someone you trust will betray you, and the good guy is actually the bad guy, and your mom is actually father from Fallout 4. <laughs> and what are we? Some kind of Horizon Zero Dawn squad and primer for sequels. I know I'm being a negative Nancy, but I can't control my disappointment. There isn't much motivation for me continuing this game. It seems that Brian likes this game the most. Uh, that being my observation, I need you to try and convince me to play this game more. Please tell me that there's a great thing that is really fun, and I should totally keep playing so that I get to that part. I've only put about four out of sixty dollars of gameplay, uh, four out of sixty dollars of playtime into it, and I don't like returning products. Show me the path of righteousness so that I can be part of some kind of Horizon Zero Dawn squad. So there's a little bit more. I'll come back to that after we talk about Horizon a little bit. I will say that the reason I care more about this than any other Far Cry game that I've ever played is that I feel like the story is actually worth paying attention to. Okay. Like that's what's really hooking me, and then the other thing is I'm, I am getting, it's forcing me to play differently, because I'm normally the guy that pot shots arrows in from a long distance, and if you play this game that way, I'm going to be playing it for Not four thousand hours. Yeah. yeah. So the idea that I need to get in there and use these traps in a way that is actually beneficial and like plan that out, like I did my first cauldron. Yeah. The first cauldron that I did, the idea that like you essentially get to this point where you have to face a big uh, robot that you probably haven't seen before and the first time you run into use it. Stealth. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely cannot use stealth, but you you can choose when to activate the monster. Mm-hmm. Means that you get to go through and set up your traps the way that you want to deal with or think you want to try to deal with the monster. And that to me was like a really interesting and compelling way to kind of try to teach me how to best use the traps that I had to my advantage. Was that the the Bellowback one? I think, yeah. Yeah, that that was probably the hardest one, in my opinion. I didn't have that hard of a time with it once I realized that I needed to set up traps. Well, that's what made it so hard for me, is I just didn't really figure that I, out. I died the first time, and then I was like, <laughs> hmm, maybe I should use these traps that this entire game is about. And then I kind of went through with that. So, so those two things combined have really kind of, I've kind of bought into it more. And really the only 
reason I haven't played it is because I wanted to play a few other things to talk about on the show today. So, um, you know, I don't... Maybe it's because I haven't played that many Far Cry games through to the end, but to me, this still feels fresh enough that it's something that I want to see through. Brian, as somebody who's finished the game, what what would you say to, to Tom... I feel like the only time it really, really feels like Far Cry too much is like if you do the optional bandit bandit camp uh, missions. Yeah. That is like straight up Far Cry. It's just outposts in Far yeah. Cry. Yeah, and but fortunately, there's not too many of those in the game. That's one thing I like about it. Like it is open like Far Cry, and it, it points out different activities to do and stuff. But there's not too many of any one activity. Yeah. You don't ever feel like. You're just doing the same shit over and over again. And there's enough variety in between the things. And like the actual combat itself is interesting. And yeah. there's a lot to it. Way more than playing a Far Cry game. Um, as far as the story goes, yeah, I would say you're not, you're not too far off. But the way you <laughs> described it, could, that could be any game yeah. or any movie. Yeah, It's just like typical hero's journey kind of shit. But... uh there is a lot more to the backstory of the game than I think you'll you realize at first. I'm mostly There's- intrigued by the idea of like figuring out where I might be in our world well, compared to like if you pay attention you can figure it out very quickly in the game actually. Okay. But you have to be paying attention. I haven't been paying attention. One of the, enough, the vantage points will straight Show up it to tell you. you okay. where you're at. And then as you explore more, it's interesting because you're trying to, trying to see like, oh, how does this fit into the real world, you know, yeah. this geographically? And it, it's super cool. Um, I think that's like the best part about the game, though, is just learning about what Project Zero Dawn was and like how you got to that, how the world got to that point. I may be like almost halfway through the game and I didn't even know there was a project zero <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> but no 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 that, I, that I'm now even more intrigued so okay. I'm okay with that well um, I will say like the game tries to lead you to believe that the backstory isn't all that complicated when it actually is more so okay like at one point I was like, "Oh man, is it really going in this direction? This is just so generic." But yeah. it, it ends up being so much better than that. All right. Um, I don't know, Tom. You should stick with it. And honestly, I can understand where you'd get a little fatigued. Yeah, with the open world thing, like right after the proving part that you're talking about playing through. But if you just like follow the story and actually. Let it take you to Meridian. The game opens up in like a more spectacular way. Yeah. And it doesn't really feel like Far Cry. John, do you have any thoughts? Uh, You you haven't really played anymore. No, and essentially I kind of feel a lot like Tom does in his email. That it's, you know, it seems like a lot of the same. And I haven't gotten very far at all just because... Again, I've I've been having a serious amount of like game ADD right now. Me too. And I'm not finding anything to really hook me, not since Neo at least, and then Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, I don't know if those two games just set the bar so high for everything else right now that it's just nothing can grab it. Yeah. But uh, I I do want to go back and keep playing it because I like 
the idea of the game and I want to know more about what's going on. So yeah. the story is is intriguing enough for me, but I just need to actually sit down and do it. And I feel like on top of the normal amount of game ADD I have, I don't have a lot of other time. Yeah. So what time I do have, I'm just playing things that I know I'll enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I as Brian said, Tom, I think it would be most beneficial for you if you want to give this game like another try. Try to just mainline for a little bit, and maybe you'll find yourself wandering off the beaten path a little bit. Maybe not. Maybe you'll just mainline the story and you'll get through it and. You, that'll be your time with the game. I, I, I definitely think going and doing the first cauldron will kind of like open up your eyes as to what is yeah, out there with this game too. That's a good idea too. Um, so, you know, you can pick up the side quests as you go on, but you don't have to dedicate yourself to one until you find one that talks about a cauldron, I would say. But it's... Obviously, you don't need to play a game that you're not enjoying. Right. But... Maybe you put this one away for a little while, and after you've kind of forgotten Far Cry and you're ready for another open world or something like that, come back and give it another try. Um, but I, you know, I, w- I would hope you'd be able to get a little bit more than the four out of sixty dollars of playtime. Yeah, I think, you know, I feel like I got more than sixty dollars out of it easily. Yeah. So you guys average out. Oh yeah, Apparently. there we go. I'll yeah. give you some of my money that I got. <laughs> That's yeah. not how this works. <laughs> uh, so, other than the Horizon stuff, Tom also says, now for the Steam report. Guys, I think I have a problem. I can't stop buying Steam games. They're so cheap and fun. Two of my recent favorites are Mountain Blade Warband and Grim Dawn. Uh, Mountain Blade is like Rome Total War, but you control your own character that you level up. The combat is similar to Chivalry, and there isn't a story. The only thing you're expected to do is build an army so that you don't get smoked all the time. If there was a Dogma 95 for video games, Mountain Blade would be the prime example. I'd strongly (laughs) recommend it. All right. Uh, Then he says, Grim Dawn is pretty much Diablo 3. However, Grim Dawn has more combat depth, doesn't take up 500 gigabytes of memory, doesn't require 32 gigabytes of RAM, and only costs $12 on the Steam sale. Damn. He says, I'm exaggerating, but I have a $300 laptop that can't handle big games. Therefore... This game is pretty awesome for me. That's it for now. Keep up the great work. Yeah, I've seen Grim Dawn, and I wanted to check it out. It looked pretty sweet. I think it's on my wish list. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it's on mine, too. I I don't think I knew about it until I read his email. I might actually own it from a Humble Bundle. Yeah. (laughs) You could say that about every indie game on the PC. But anyway, Tom, thank you for writing in. Sorry it took a while to get your email. We really appreciate it. We absolutely do. Hopefully, we get you back on the Horizon Squad at some point but you know even if you're not on the horizon squad it's okay yeah it's cool you do you tom you do you that being said yeah we have a bunch of news things yeah i don't know where to start do you want to start with nintendo direct sure all right so nintendo direct happened uh i don't remember what day it was it was uh last week 13 so like two weeks ago a couple days after our last episode uh, they announced a ton of 3DS games. I don't know if anybody really wants us to go over that because we don't tend to cover a ton of 3DS stuff. Uh, hmm. Don't they have another system that's portable that they should have a ton of games <laughs> well, for? There's, well, they do. Uh, there's uh, there. there's a new Pikmin game coming yep. for 3DS. New Pikmin. And then the other one that I would maybe care about is RPG Maker Fest. Uh, and the FES. new Monster Hunter game looked all right. Oh, yeah. Looked like Pokemon with rideable monsters. That's cool. 
Uh, I'm kind of holding out for like a Switch Monster and Me- Hunter. Metopia looked kind of cool, which is it's like an you, RPG. It's a JRPG that's played with the Me. Yeah, which is kind of sweet. Mm. So there's some 3DS stuff going yeah. on if you still want to play it. And then they had like a big, big release of ARMS, which I kind of want to talk about because ARMS is a game that when they announced the Switch and they showed it off, I was like, that looks dumb. And I was like, I don't know if I'll ever play that. Yeah. But now I watched a couple of competitive dudes, like some of the like Street Fighter guys that, yeah. that play competitively sit down and play ARMS. And I was like, holy shit, this, look, this looks awesome. Were they motion controlling it or were they pro controlling it? They looked it? like they were, I think they were motion controlling it, but they weren't using very large actions. It was yeah. like swift, like quick moves. Like, yeah. But it looks cool. And they announced like a new character and how you can swap the different types of arms. Like there's all kinds of elemental arms that like don't necessarily mm. cancel each other out, but like fire has like burn over time. Uh, the ice one I think slows you down a little bit. Uh, they've got an electric one that shocks you and shit. Like each each arm type has like a, some kind of elemental aspect to it. Can you have legs for arms? No. Damn. Maybe like, maybe in some DLC. And there's kind of like a strong Strong yeah, medium the heavy, light. There's the he- yeah, strong medium light sort of attribute to them, and the yeah. heavy one is like the one that the mummy comes like stock with, I guess. The mummy dude, yeah, big ass mummy guy. They also um, showed off a ramen girl. Yeah, the ramen chick who has noodles for arms, which yeah. is kind of funny. <laughs> the game has a lot of character. Yeah, if, and it, it's if, bright and it looks pretty. So. It's starting to feel a little more Splatoon to me. Like I feel like people are going to get their hands on arms and uh, <laughs> really That's get into the meat hands. of it. <laughs> like I think there will be. I think this game is going to find a group of people. I don't know if we're in that group I, of people. I think this is going to be Nintendo's bigger jab at having a competitive multiplayer game. <laughs> a nice uppercut. <sighs> It's their uppercut into the <laughs> okay. Now you're trying to yeah, yeah. This game is really a haymaker into the yes. esports uh, movement. Yep, anyway. they're just trying to get their foot in the door, <laughs> <laughs> getting a, an arm up on the competition. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it's no, coming. It, it looks really cool. It's coming in June. I think June 18th. I think with it, yeah, alongside some neon yellow Joy-Con, which looked really sweet. By the way, yeah. I might actually buy those as my second set of Joy-Con. They're pretty cool. They they look like tennis ball. Yeah, but it uh, you know, it looks like a cool game, and this is coming from someone who originally thought that looks dumb as hell when I first saw it. Yeah, I'm kind of into it now. Yeah. So, plus I think like just having again the Switch being portable it might be fun to like actually like take, take that it somewhere out. and like play with people. Yeah, I don't know if how the split screen is going to work with that or if it will or yeah. what. Like who knows? That'll be, we'll have to try that out when we get our hands on our. Yeah, and then <laughs> um, they brought out the Ultra Street Fighter Two. Which is Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, 2 again. From like 1992. There's a first person mode that looks terrible. Um, yeah. Where what? you can just sit there and like shoot fireballs at each other. Yeah. It's Hadouken. Also, you, you can, if is you're that playing. With motion controls? I probably, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, no I want to do the can, action of throwing You can also, if you're playing in tablet mode, you can tap the screen for combos. That's so, really cheap. Street Fighter that plays itself. Awesome. What's, what's the point? Uh, they showed off Minecraft Nintendo Switch Edition. Mm. I have yet to ever play Minecraft. I am at in all. that boat, oddly enough. I've played all the 2D Minecraft <laughs> terrarias that you can think of. Yeah, interesting. I'm a little interested in just finally jumping into it and getting this because I like the idea of being able to play it portably. If you guys both get it, 
I will get it. And will then we, we will even have be able to, to play together? I'm pretty with the extremely limited multiplayer support. I I'm would sure, hope so. I'm sure we can get Ricky to get it too. If if oh, we yeah, can for, play together, we was, should get it. He, he was switch, really yeah. he was really really into Terraria. Nick and Gojo have some really good Minecraft stories about like basically when it came out for Xbox, they were playing one day. And they both realized they were getting really into it. And then when the game auto-saved at that point in time, it would, it would like, pause the game. And essentially, they were playing for, like, 20, 30 minutes straight. And then at one point, it auto-saved, and they both went, <gasps> and, like, took a breath. Because they, <laughs> they realized they were, like, not breathing as they were just doing their stuff. But Gojo makes... We, we should make video... We should do MTV Cribs in Minecraft for Gojo. <laughs> because he's got some really fantastic uh that's creations ridiculous. i'm sure i would if i actually put time into it at one point he had a city it was a floating city that you had to swim up a waterfall to get to this big island that oh gojopolis right i think he told well gojopolis is the before. is the overall but that was i think that was bluffton bluffton i don't i don't know Oh, okay but anyway crazy gojo um. Yeah, I don't understand how I've never played it. Considering how obsessed I was with Lego stuff when I was well, a kid, well, and it's yeah. like it's a big deal. I mean, it, this is a game that like keeps making it print. It prints money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it kind of that insane. was a very good move on Microsoft's part purchasing yeah. that property. <laughs> totally. No, I uh, what well, I like and most then making it available on every platform they yeah. possibly can i mean way to go for real i just like the that's probably what's floating scorpio <laughs> <laughs> the switch is going to actually yeah i just like it. the um the exploration of minecraft going in and finding like a cave system to explore is yeah, my favorite yeah. part about that game i don't well, like care it, about I, building I played stuff. a lot of starbound and that was like a big part of it yeah. you just get down so deep yep. like you wouldn't even know like how how long it would take to get to the surface anymore? Yeah, and you could, you could actually get to like the core basically, or yeah. just be lava. Yeah, there's <laughs> lot, there's lava. Yeah, you can dig down far enough to get to lava and bedrock and, and Minecraft. But as I well, actually so. liked building. My problem with Starbound is that I was playing it in early access at the time, and they would wipe stuff out occasionally. Oh, that sucks. Like one time, I built something, this amazing library and all this cool stuff for my base, yeah. and then. Next day, it was wiped out. That sucks. I can't handle that anymore. <laughs> no. They don't do that in Minecraft anymore, as no. far as I know. Yeah. So, but. yeah, I'm interested in possibly jumping on that train. All right. Um, what else? Uh, some more Neo Geo games were announced. I don't have a list of those. Yeah. I don't really care. I'm not buying them. <laughs> uh, Sonic Forces is Somebody coming out. might care. New 3D Sonic game. It's going to be around, out around Christmas time, yep. which is cool, because the new Sonic game looks really good sonic uh mania is the one that's being made like an old school sonic game i'm excited for that one that i would like to play yeah uh but that's not the one that's coming to switch or no they're both coming coming to switch yeah yeah project mikuru i think is how it's pronounced i don't really know it's Um, like a weird bomberman ground pound game bomberman slash othello yeah (laughs) i don't play played with a me like your me character in like a really awesome looking Halo spacesuit sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Tron ish Halo spacesuit. Uh, it just looks like something that's going to make people angry. Yeah. Probably. So, about as angry as the new version of Monopoly that's coming out for the Switch. <laughs> that thanks, take, thanks that, Ubisoft. Yeah, that makes really good use of the uh, HD uh, rumble, rumble, which, what the fuck? Oh, I, to roll die? I guess. <laughs> You're just going to see a bunch Dice? of little kids going like this. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's what the milk. The world needs more yeah. of that. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then the Puyu Puyu Tetris. That's about it. Yeah, that's out Tuesday. Mario Kart's out Friday. Getting Mario Kart, yeah. Um. Uh, was oh there no! Wait, else? yeah, Payday Two is coming out for Switch. Payday Two is coming, which is weird because yeah. that game is really old at this point. It's strange. I'm. I would be curious uh, to see if there's any like weird offline single screen play for that because that's not typically a payday thing to do yeah. yeah but i don't yeah i don't i'm I not don't sure know. what to expect with that one yeah um i think if i picked that up again like i think i actually own it for pc but i would maybe get like the ps4 version yeah it doesn't zach, seem like a switch zach game and gojo and willie and they yeah, can play that, it all the time that's why so. But yeah, no, I think that's mostly it on the Switch stuff. There's, they announced a lot. Of, oh, Disgaea Five Complete is coming, yeah. which was a launch title in Japan. Um, the, the standalone Switch dock is becoming a, that's coming out too. It's going to be out May nineteenth through the Nintendo Store or participating retailers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Namco is bringing a bunch of classic arcade games. That's kind of cool. Yeah, because Namco used to be like the fucking boss of arcade games back in the day. And what they, they, they announced a new Splatoon mode called, I don't know, what's it called? Salmon? Oh, isn't there, there's salmon, like a salmon, co-op salmon mode, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? There's like a horde mode. Yeah. It's yeah. like a co-op horde mode kind of thing. Um, and then there's a new game called Kamiko coming that looks kind of like a Hyper Light Drifter-ish game. It's only five bucks. It comes oh. out like at the end of this month. Yeah. So I'm going to definitely pick that up. Right on. But, and then uh, Wonder Boy also came out right after the, the yes. Direct. So. so, yeah, that was the Nintendo Direct. Next up, Activision announced Call of Duty World War II. I don't care. Big surprise. Yeah, full Not reveal really. Full reveal this week. They're just looking to jump on the train of Battlefield 1. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they just... Where else were they going to go after Infinite? We'll see, though. Like, I haven't played a World War II game in a long time, so I might pick it up. I didn't buy the last COD, and I think that was the first one I'd never. I, I didn't which buy. is sad because it's apparently got the best story of like. Yeah, that's of see, and that's what intrigues me about this one is hopefully it'll have a good campaign. Yeah, hopefully. Otherwise, like I have zero interest in playing it because I'm just don't care about those games anymore. Yeah, but yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Breath of the Wild has had its first 100% speed run, and it took about 49 hours Jesus. to 100% that game. All which 900 Korok seeds. I can't even imagine doing that. In mm. four, I mean, I barely... I've, I finished the game with 85-plus hours and only had 24.2% yeah, of I've, the game done. I finished the game uh, after 90 hours... Completing all of the shrines, and I only had thirty-one percent of the game finished. According that's to that, that's just insane so. to me. Yeah. Uh, what else here? Okay, so Bandai Namco, who are known for being, I think they're the publishers of the Dark Souls games. Yeah, they are making a new vampire hardcore vampire RPG called Code Vein. Nothing has really been been shown other than like a quick teaser trailer that's mostly cartoon cutscenes. I think it said "Prepare to Dine" yes. at the end of the <laughs> "Prepare to Dine." Yeah, so people were like, "This better be a Souls thing." I think that's kind of where they're headed with it. Yeah, I'm expecting something along the art style of Bloodborne, which would be awesome hmm. for a vampire game. I think. 
but yeah. I don't really know. Like again, it not seemed, much has been announced. I feel like than, I saw like something on it that seemed a little more like anime ish. Well, that the cutscenes were anime. Okay. Like the the teaser trailer was all kind of in an anime vein, and it's kind of cool, but it doesn't really it doesn't show you anything. It's just yeah. a teaser. All right. So. I'm looking forward to finding out more about this game because I like the Souls games and I like vampires in a not stupid way, like yeah. Twilight. <laughs> I like real vampires, not those <laughs> fake shitty vampires. So I'm I'm kind of pumped to see where this goes. Romantic teen vampires, correct? Not romantic teen vampires. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm interested to look into it more. It looks pretty rad. Sounds like a good idea to me. Uh, what else? Star Wars Celebration took place this past week, yep. which is yeah. pretty exciting. We got a, we got a new trailer for The Last Jedi, which was sweet. Uh, although I didn't really, I mean, it was all right. I don't understand why everybody on the internet was just like, "This is the greatest trailer ever," because it really wasn't. Well, it wasn't the greatest trailer ever, but I did watch it four times in a row. Yeah, I didn't watch it. It was short. Did you tear up at all? No, no. The guy I from Slash goosebumps. Film cried, so I did get goosebumps. Uh, but they also announced Star Wars Battlefront 2, Yep, which is sweet. It's going to come out on November 17th, 2017 on all platforms except for Switch. Did you watch the trailer for that? The yeah. full trailer? The it longer looks, that one. That one was cool. I, didn't, I haven't watched it yet, but you I've should heard watch good things it. about it. I'm it, pretty excited that it'll actually have a campaign. Yes, it does yeah. have a single-player campaign, and it follows a TIE fighter pilot, which is kind of interesting because yes. they're taking you and putting you in the enemy's role. She's which, part of the Inferno Squad, I think is what they said, right? I don't recall. Something like that? Personally. But, yeah. Yeah, it all it takes... What does it say here? Battlefront 2 will take its cues from the aftermath of the Battle of Endor, beginning with the explosion of the second Death Star and 83's Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and apparently some of the characters you can play with in the in the multiplayer they're going to span from the prequels through the new stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, and um, and I did hear there's murmurs of some kind of VR support as well, but there's nothing concrete. Probably another five minute bullshit <laughs> experience. That's a waste of time. You get to fly we'll a Tie Fighter this time. We'll see. Maybe they'll make an online mode. That's you know because the, <laughs> there's the the vehicle. The v- like the star fight the star fighting modes. I if just you could about combine doing the VR stuff and f- like fly the Tie Fighters dude. and the X Wings in a normal battle, that would be fucking. That would awesome. be pretty rad. But I highly doubt that. they're going to do something like that. That would be the shit. That would put that would put that game like you everyone on who who bought the first battle Battlefield or battle, Battlefront. Uh, battlefront and anybody who played the VR experience would buy that. Yeah. You know what I want to do in VR that will would probably result in me throwing up and anybody who tried it is do the speeder bike thing on Endor. Oh, Jesus. That would be sick. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Vomit yeah. Comet for sure. <laughs> or pod racing. <laughs> you can do pod racing. Pod racing would be VR. awesome. They yeah. could just make the a pod whole... racer game for 64. That was pretty good. Cool. Yeah. It was they a pretty should, good game. They should make a new pod racing game, but they should just make it a VR game. That'd yeah. be pretty good. I'd be down with that. As long as Jake Lloyd isn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, no. You can even put Jar Jar Binks in it. Just don't put Jake Lloyd in it. Oh, I mean, he's Poor not busy. Kid. I think he got arrested a couple months ago. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain that that whole experience ruined his life. Yeah. But anyway. Blame George Lucas, not us, dude. <laughs> it's his fault. Uh, next up, NES Classic Edition has been discontinued. What the mm. fuck, Nintendo? Yeah. Clearly, you've learned nothing. But there's a Super Nintendo one coming. But that's not the point. Everyone but it's going to be stupidly one. limited, and that's you're not going to be able to get one. That's my problem. Yeah. Like, it, they... I don't... 
I guess I get it if they're like they they're all like uh, we didn't expect it to sell so much and it was only going to be limited for a while anyway. It's like okay, fine, but yeah, they're, well, the the direct quote uh, was that Nintendo NES Classic Edition was wasn't intended to be ongoing long term product. However, due to high demand, we did add extra shipments to our original plans. Sweet, bro. Cool, but I mean, it can't be that difficult to produce. No. So why no, not? It's just, a, it's just a raspberry pie. It cost them like ten dollars to do it. They they make like $50 profit off of each of these things, and they can't make more of them? Yeah, I'm I'm just going to be super pissed if they do the Super Nintendo one, and there's like five of them. That's what it's going to be. I don't know why you'd expect anything different. They couldn't couldn't rise to meet the demand of this one currently, like three months later, four months later. It's just so dumb, because then it's just a bunch of people on eBay that hoard them and make all the profit off of them instead of fucking Nintendo. See, Nintendo's all about the sure bet. They're like, we want to sell 100% of these things. They're like, and, and, and when we do that, we want to make a profit off of it. Same thing with the Switch, the Wii U, the Wii, the 3DS, the, and the, like all of their hardware, they have never taken a hit on the hardware at launch. Never. Period. So the idea that they're going to sit there and make 10 of these things and be like, we'll see if these sell. And then they all do. And they're like, all right, let's make like 20 this time. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. It's not smart. They can, but it, it's, it's it's certainly it's, close to the chest. No, I mean, it is, it's smart in the sense that they're not going to flood the market with yeah. having a bunch of these things sit on shelves for months after everybody has one. Like they're letting, they're letting the demand. But nobody has one. Nobody you know has one. One person, and I haven't even seen it in person. Yeah, like, I've never I've seen, never one, seen either. one. I mean, I guess the thing is, how many did they release? I don't think the numbers are really out there, but five. The <laughs> at the end of the day, if you can't buy more games for the thing, I get that they don't want to be like, all right, everybody's got one, so they're never going to buy a Rev Two or something like that. Like. There's some weird logic in there somewhere that kind of makes it make sense, but I don't like it, and it's pretty dumb. So, I don't know. That's not right. (laughs) I I, I don't even... It's not worth looking up, because I don't think you're going to get reliable numbers out of anybody. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not even going to look into it. Anyways, I get it. Whatever, Nintendo. I'm not going to buy one. I'm not going to try to buy the Super Nintendo one. I don't care anymore. I'll buy the GameCube one if Metroid Prime's on it. They're never going to make a GameCube one. Nobody liked the GameCube except us. <laughs> Anyways. So I yeah. liked the GameCube, but I didn't own one. That's pretty much all of the actual news, unless you had... Yeah, you I've got a couple, a couple quick hits that I can hit here. Uh, refunds have started popping up on Xbox Live. It's very similar to the Steam system, where you have 14 days to return the game, and you can only have played under two hours of it to get the refund. Um, nice to see that kind of thing making it to the digital realm, since yeah. you know buying digital games kind of throws away a lot of the rights that job, people Microsoft. normally have of buying like a retail right. game you can sell back. So that's nice. Hopefully, it forces Sony to do something similar. Probably not. We'll see. Um, the Jackbox Jackbox Party Pack Four was announced today at C two E two. We love Jackbox so much. Fibbage Three is the only game that's been announced for it so far. That's the only one that need. They and, just need it's the only one that really matters. Yeah. The other ones are surprisingly a lot of fun. Yeah, but that is the best. If one. they just released 
Fibbage as like its own standalone game and have it be three to four times the size that it currently is, I think that like I would pay the same amount it's, of money for the Jackbox Party Packs I would for just Fibbage. Well, Jackbox Party Pack three didn't have Fibbage in it. It did have Quiplash, yeah. which also became like a pretty that steady was a lot thing. Of fun. But uh, I wonder if they saw a decrease in sales. I still haven't bought Jackbox Party Pack three, so I wonder if people are like, oh, there's no Fibbage in this one. That's how I looked at it. Yeah. That's why I didn't get it. I saw it, it was coming, and then I saw that it wasn't going to have Fibbage, and I was like, nah. I do want to pick it up at some point, but no, you know, that's all right. You know. I'll just wait till. Because uh, how sweet would it be to go to a bar? You go to a bar and patch into the Wi-Fi and sit there and drink with your friends and play Fibbage at the bar. Yeah. That would be sweet. Well, and the cool thing about Fibbage 3, they're going to make it so that the audience can vote on a tenth lie to put into the pool. Awesome. So, so it'll be worth playing audience? on Twitch. There's now in in uh, in Jackbox from Jackbox Party Pack two on. You could have spectators. You could yeah. have spectators. So like if you're playing on a stream or there's more people than could play the game, they can in join the room. the room and play with cool. you. Yeah. and watch along. They can actually they can vote for the best lies, so they can be like the thumbs up cup. So they'll give you and in some games it'll give like that person points if their thing yeah. gets the audience vote. So we'll yeah. definitely have to play that when it comes out. Absolutely, and have people watch us. Uh huh. All two of you. Uh, everybody's Golf. The next Hot Shots Golf. The only one that will be out for PS4 so far is coming on August 29th for thirty nine ninety nine. Probably going to buy that. It's uh, it's a great series. And, you know, unless Nintendo gets a Mario Golf out there. Oh, yeah, it'd be so good. Yeah. But, you know. Luigi's got a mean, back, mean backswing. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it, the, the, that'll definitely pass the time until they get one out for the Switch. So that's cool. And then finally, Summer Games Done Quick 2017 starts July 2nd. It's a Sunday at 1 p.m. Uh, I pulled four of the runs that are on the schedule. The whole schedule is posted right now. You can go check it out. Um, but here's the things that are coming up. A 36-minute run of Symphony of the Night. What? With no glitches. What? They're not going to use any glitches to beat the game in oh, 36 Now you're minutes. interested. How? Dude. I have like hundreds of hours in that game. How is that possible? <laughs> They're doing uh, an hour and 27 minute run of Doom 2016 where they get all the secrets. Holy shit. Yep. Uh, there's an hour and 20 minute Link to the Past run with no sword, but they're going to finish all the dungeons. <laughs> I, Wait, how fast? Uh, an hour and 20 minutes. Jesus. They're going to beat the entire game without using their sword at all. What the hell? In 80 minutes. That's all. Awesome. Along the lines of this, let me do the, let me do the, fourth, the last one. In an hour and forty minutes, somebody's going to beat Dark Souls three with all the bosses. What? What? Yeah. Y- using the Rock Band drum set. <laughs> <laughs> that that's would be. What, that's what I really want to blindfolded. <laughs> that would that would be awesome. So far, there's yeah, there's no announcement of what controller will be used, but I assume it's a normal controller. Right. But still, it's an hour and forty minutes. I mean, I. I, I think can, it also has the DLC. That's the, the thing. That's DLC the thing pack. with that. With any of those Souls games, though, is, is once you know the way through a, like an area, yeah. it's a fucking breeze. Like, yeah, I mean, because everything, st- if you, unless you screw up a lot, like me. Yeah. The the only thing but that still. ever threw me off <laughs> was when something would glitch. I feel like if you're not yeah. spending the time to spend the Souls to level up, like if you're not grinding that game, the the boss fights alone. Even if you play perfectly, are going to take you a long time. So the fact that it's going to take them an hour and forty minutes is insane. Uh, yeah. So what were you going to say? Um, I 
read very recently about somebody beating Diablo 2 without attacking anything. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. supposed Just to crazy. Be an article in Kotaku. Yeah. They they what they did is they exploited uh the thorns skill or something I think they like that the uh paladin or whatever the hell it is has. I think that's what hmm. it was. Something like that. That's awesome. The thorns skill it's like if anything attacks you you do damage you to do it damage back that's awesome <laughs> and right. they somehow beat the whole game that way <laughs> so they just healed but, and use that yeah but i guess um part Jesus. of that relies on getting a specific thing to drop yeah in one of the levels huh. and if, yeah. it, if you don't get it then you're screwed and you have to start over basically that's awesome that's crazy so summer games done quick coming july 2nd check it out i'm sure that i will check out a few of the runs and uh especially i think i have the third and the fourth off so maybe i'll get to watch more of it than i normally do and it'll be awesome and uh yeah all right last bit okay kotaku had an article called the best the 12 best games for playstation 4 okay i want to know if you guys think they're the best games for playstation 4 let's hear it all right ready this isn't any particular order okay uh horizon zero order 1886 horizon zero dawn okay yes sure inside i have to hear more yeah the witness Yes. All right. Uncharted 4, Thief's End. Mm-hmm. Probably, but I haven't re- watched or played it yet. So. Rocket League? The, yeah. The Witcher 3? Yeah. Hitman? I don't know. Overwatch? No. Yeah. Resident Evil 7? Yeah. Bloodborne? Yeah. All right. Persona 5? Don't know. Probably, Probably, but I don't know. And the final one is The Last of Us Remastered? Uh, yeah. It's a weird list, right? There's a lot more multi-platform stuff on there than I like. Kind of figured there would be, you know. What yeah. I have, like, if I was making, I feel like if I was making a best of PlayStation Four list, it would have mostly games that you wouldn't be able to get, like yeah. Neo, anywhere maybe. else. Even like The Last of Us, it's probably the preferred way to play The Last of Us, but to me, that's still a PlayStation Three game because that's where I played it, right? You know. No, I just thought it was a really so. interesting list of games. It's a it's a bunch of really great games. And I if do you don't like, have yeah, any way to play any of are those. Games people should play. Yes. I, I mean, I don't know if out of all the games on PlayStation, I don't know if Inside is one of twelve of the most. Yeah. Like need to play games, but right. I don't know. It's great, but it's cool. Yeah. That whole ending still just I can still think about it sometimes. It's mm-hmm. so weird. All right, that's it. All right. For news, reviews. Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, so uh, did you guys play at all? I did not. Okay. No, I thought about picking... What was it, like $5? Yeah, 5 bucks. you can get the first chapter, and then okay. you can pay the 20 to get the rest, the rest. of them when they oh, get released. Okay. Yeah, I might do that. Um, but, yeah, it's a Telltale game. Uh, it's adventure style, Telltale adventure style, essentially, just like The Walking Dead, basically kind of... Okay. Right. So newer Telltale adventure Newer Telltale, style. yeah. Very yeah. puzzle light. Mostly yes. just based on making decisions yes. and following the story. Uh-huh. Which is still fun. Yeah. I love the Walking Dead ones. Yeah, and I played through... I have not completed any of them. I've played through at least one episode of Game of Thrones and the first season of The Walking Dead. The first season was... Uh, yeah. And it, I liked it a lot. I just never I know, went back that, to it for it some It was reason. so sad. Um, <laughs> so... It was good, though. Guardians of the Galaxy, 
I should say I'm play I played it on PlayStation 4. I wanted to play it on PC, but uh they're not selling the first episode individually on PC. Not through Steam, but they probably do through like the Telltale site. There's a Telltale site? Yeah. Everything oh. is a website nowadays. I thought I just assumed that it was only They used to sell their own games. I assumed it was their site. it was uh, anyway, whatever. So maybe you can get it that way. But PlayStation 4 Pro uh the engine has still got a little bit of jank to it because it's still the same engine they as need the a Walking new Dead. They absolutely do. I've heard from like reading. Uh, there's a very good Waypoint article about why and how the Telltale engine works and like why they're still having issues with it because essentially you need to hand animate. Like everything that occurs on the screen, there's no physics. There's no physics in their engine whatsoever. So if something falls to the ground, that is somebody creating that object <laughs> and making it fall to the ground. That's kind of nuts. Yeah, so it's a it's got it's got to be a lot of work. Like it's probably I mean, somehow it's it's that's probably how they keep some of their costs down because they're not having to pay for a physics engine like. But still, I can only imagine that a lot of their like I feel like there there would be some kind of expedience to the process. Yeah, that would eventually make it worth it. Apparently, it goes quick enough for them because they can pump out a new episode every couple months. That's the thing. Yeah, I I think that like one of the arguments with that, some people would be like, well, you know, I feel like I waited a year for the rest of. <laughs> X yeah, series. I usually just wait till the season's over to Which, play them. Yeah, and and here's the thing: this is a it's a great Guardians of the Galaxy story. Scott Porter from Friday Night Lights does the voice nice. of uh, Star Lord. I think he's the only like like close to famous person that's that's in it. But it's uh, it definitely it, it feels like those characters for sure. They actually pull in some of the movie thematic type stuff where they have uh, they have an ELO song. They put "You Make My Dreams Come True" in there. Like there's an actual soundtrack source music that's cool in the game. So they brought that part into it, and I think it all fits really that well. And it, that costs a lot. That's why they couldn't get a new engine. That's fair, but <laughs> it, it, it so it kind of feels man. like it's coming out of the vein of of the movies, which is which is great. But it also exists in its own kind of universe yeah. as well. Um, because it, it's not, I don't even necessarily think it's following any real comics and it's not following the movies whatsoever. It's just kind of got the aesthetics from the movie and they're taking the thing and going their own way with it. Right. I got about 90 minutes out of this first episode. It wasn't particularly long. Um, the choices that you make seem pretty clear cut, especially looking at my stats at the end of the episode. There weren't a lot of things that were more divided down the middle like you would see in The Walking yeah. Dead. Because The Walking Dead was really interesting where it's not very black and white. Not like It definitely no. feels shades of gray, and I don't think they've gotten there with Guardians of the Galaxy yet, which is something I noticed that happens a lot in their first episode, and then it gets better as they go on. Um, so... It's pretty boilerplate, you know. There's yeah. there's not a lot new with it. I guess you get to there's a little bit of a control as you're exploring rooms. Uh Star-Lord's got his rocket boots, so he can kind of go up different levels like with his rocket boots, but it's really not used to any like it could have just been a staircase essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um so, you know, 
I don't know. It's it, like I said, it's got a bit of that jank to it. It it runs smoothly now, but the animation and and how things interact with each other still doesn't feel great with it. So I it, I think they got to make a new engine. They got to figure something out with that. Yeah. But uh, no, if you like Guardians of the Galaxy, I think you can't go wrong for a five dollar shot, and then. Or you you could just wait, and I'm sure by the time episode four is out, you're going to be able to pick it up for seven dollars and forty nine cents, right. like you can with the rest of the series, because that always happens. So, um, no, it's good. It's worth checking out if you like Guardians. It's worth checking out if you like Telltale. If you don't like Telltale games, there's nothing new here for you. It's just Guardians. So, you know, cool. It's pretty standard. Right on. All right, let's talk about Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap. Cool. Yes. More stuff I can't talk about. So, all right, this originally came out on Sega Master System. It was Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap, which came out, I think came out in 89 was when this came out. So, this is a game that's pretty freaking old. Like, So, okay, just so we know, this is the Wonder Boy series was what it started out as in Japan. It also became the Monster World series in other areas. It also was known... There's ports of certain games in it called Adventure Island and Monica and... Monica. Uh, Bikuriman World and Dragon's Curse and the Dynastic Hero. These are all the same series of games. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think for the next um, sequel or whatever, they should... Combine all of those names yeah. into one title. Monster Monster uh, Monster World colon Wonder Boy colon the Dynastic Hero colon colon the game. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, so this is an old game, eight bit. It is no longer eight bit, but you can flip flop between eight bit and the new updated graphics. The updated That's graphics cool. are gorgeous. It is an emulated version of the Master System game. With the updated visuals laid over top of it, it's kind of nuts. It looks it's fantastic. beautiful. It's like this, and everybody online, like all the re- all the reviews I read about it, have all said the same thing that this sets the bar for how to do remakes. If yeah. you're gonna do a remake, it needs to look like this. And you know what? Yeah, this would get me to play more of those remakes hmm. for, for sure. For anyone who hasn't played a Wonder Boy game or a Monster World game, it's um, side scroller. It's a, a side scrolling platformer with you know. It's kind of it's pretty Mario like. It's kind of Castlevania, Castlevania, Metroidvania ish yeah. in terms of that rogue like. You die, you kind of start over. Wonder Boy ish. Um, in this case, when you you start as the male or female character, Wonder Boy or choice. Wonder Girl, yeah, you can go and when you kill a dragon, one of the dragon bosses, you get morphed into one of the other types of characters. So there is a mouse character who can climb walls that are special types of walls. There's a lizard character who can shoot fireballs. I don't know if he has any other attributes. I don't think so. There is a fish character who can that swim, swims better. That and then there's sense. a lion character, I believe. And I don't, I haven't actually unlocked yeah, him yet. Know, he's yeah. the bravest. Yeah. He's the bravest. He shows no fear at all. I've gotten the fish character. I've done, I've killed three dragons at this point. Me too. Yeah, me too. So, um, the game is hard as balls. It's really hard. <laughs> like, like super hard. Like, we thought Zelda and Dark Souls were hard. This is hard. <laughs> what? Like, it, it's not forgiving at all. Like, because it, it plays like it's 8-bit 
you know, version still because like Alex, which said, it's, it's emulating, which really throws me considering like, you know, sometimes you get hit in an eight bit game and you go into like in, in, uh, uh, invulnerable fl- uh, frames, like, like mm-hmm. when you're flashing. Yeah. And when that happens to you in this game and these monsters can weirdly like combo you in a way that you just stay in that yep. and can't move away from Specifically it. Specifically the dragons. So, for instance, I fought the toxic dragon last night in yeah. order to get fish form. And the toxic dragon just kept shooting his toxic sludge at me and it he, like, continuously spews it out. And, if and it you just, get like, hit, pushes you to the edge of the screen. It pushes you to the side of the screen and it just keeps hitting you and you can't move. Like, you're stuck. Yeah. It, has, it retains all of its old... 8-bit version mechanics in that respect, as well as, like, your field of attack is very limited. Super limited. And when you, like, even when you're the lizard that's firing fireballs, when you press the button to fire a second fireball, the first one disappears. Yeah. So it, like, cancels out the first one. You can't just, like, rapid fire fireballs. That's yeah. annoying. Yeah, so. it's it's rough because there are many also times make much sense. where I'm like, oh, this guy's going to take two hits, and then I try to get two hits on him real quick, and I end up just getting one, and then I get hit myself. Yeah. So that it's it's really quirky. Like, it, it feels... It, it just it, it plays like an 8-bit game. It plays like a classic NES, Master System, like any of those older games where, like, it... It wasn't forgiving because they didn't have the engine and the mechanics and the capabilities they do now. You know, it it like it it just like I don't know how to describe it. It it just plays like those old games. So yeah. it's very it has a slightly nostalgic level of difficulty, but then at the same time, it's it looks incredible and it it's still fun even though it's hard. Yeah. Um, they also updated all the music and sound effects. So you have really awesome music and sound effects that when you, you can flip to the eight bit graphics on the fly, Mm -hmm. it also changes the music and sound effects back to the old version, which is kind of cool. So there's that. Well, actually, no, you can do it individually. So you can play with the updated, the score is like the instrumental score. It's fucking awesome. It is Mm -hmm. really good. You can flip back and forth between those and kind of hear how they interpreted it with actual instruments. And it sounds great. Like it's really, they did a really cool job with that. But then, uh, so you can make it so that you're listening to the new score with the old graphics or vice versa, Hmm. which is fun. There's an extra, there's like a gallery that you can go through that has artwork and also some videos of them, like doing the score and all that kinds of stuff. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it was twenty bucks on Switch. It's also on PS4 and Xbox and PC, I believe. We both played it on Switch. We did. So we should disclose that. But yeah. yeah, it's it's a really fun game. I mean, it's it's surprising how difficult it is, but still feels pretty natural. It's just like you can't. The biggest complaint i have in playing it is that i'm not able to do things as fast as i want to do them like yeah. if i'm moving and attacking at the same time like it's not as easy as did like did you play like handheld mode most of the time with the yeah. joy con so that's probably why no <laughs> no i, mean, I just like i just think back to i'm thinking back to like playing castlevania symphony of the night it's very easy to like play symphony of the night which is you know again like kind of an updated version of like a classic in but using newer mechanics. So, like, as you're moving along, you're able to attack at the same time. And, like, your weapons have different lengths to, to them that you can swap between. So, like, being able to, like, move and attack something that's further out from you is, like, beneficial. Because then you don't risk getting damaged yourself. 
this game you don't have the distance of some of these weapons so like you like you've got to run right up on stuff to hit it and kill it you know it's it's that collision mechanic of like yeah hitbox like the hitbox you the hitbox is very tight like yeah. you have to be right up on the enemy the to dra- kill it and dragon the dragon heads are the only part that are vulnerable to hits right. so, so you have to like and if you touch the dragon in any way, shape, or form, you get damaged. And yeah. so it's it's very you have to be very accurate and calculated. Like it's a very you can't just like think that, think uh, again to Sonic how you could like run through Sonic and like if you knew where the platforms were, you could jump and just keep running through Sonic and make sure like you nail every platform to get across the chasm that you're trying to cross. In this like the jumping mechanism and the movement aren't as tuned as that. So you have to kind of calculate each of your moves as you're doing them. Not to mention like there are enemies like the flowers that spit fireballs that you kind of have to pay attention to because if you're not paying attention to them, they will hit you and you have like, you can block their fireballs with your shield automatically, but you have to kind of like time your movements and things so that they're not attacking you. Mm. I don't know. I just said a lot of words right there. I hope <laughs> yeah, it was like I just was like, "Where am you I?" You looked like you zoned out. So what's I going on? Felt like I should stop talking. Uh, all of the passwords from the original game work as well. I don't even know the what the passwords do. So you can take those passwords and go back to the. Um, uh, you can start a new save file and input a password to start you at that point in the sequence. You'll have the same amount of coins. You'll have the same amount of dragons completed, um, and you'll have the same equipment unlocked from what you've purchased. Okay, but it so, starts you over. But it start and it doesn't start you over. It just kind of. It's a save game password system. Kind kind of because there's also save files. I don't. So even, it's really strange. I don't even know when it saves or what it like. I just. I think every it time just I saves it up, I just play. wherever you end, actually. Yeah. But it, it actually, it'll kick you back to the town. So it doesn't save you where you're at. But if you, like, say you go on a journey when you have three potions, and then you right. go ahead and get killed twice, so it uses two of your potions... And then you like you're like I, I like I did earlier. I'm like fuck this shit. So I turned it off, and then I came back to it, and it started me back at the town with one potion. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. but it also and and the passwords give you the amount of hearts that you've unlocked as oh, well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but yeah, and the, and the interesting thing is is that as you uh, as you said in terms of the Metroid style gameplay here. With each of the forms that you unlock with each dragon, you can access different parts of the world. Yep. Um, and there's even points in time where you can cycle back through the characters that you've been. Have you found that yet? No. So there's a certain room that you can go into that will allow you to jump on a platform and go back to the other ones in case you've missed things. That's cool. And you can go back and, and run through and, and right because the out. whole world is open for you to go wherever. Yeah. Well, I would like a map. That's like <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's, There's that's you, kind it's of it's an killer. old game. You're supposed to draw your own map. No, I know. There's a bunch of old maps on game game FAQs if if you're so inclined for Wonder Boy three. Yeah. on the Sega Master System. I just I'd but, like to know where I'm going, yeah. you know, or like which areas I've been to and how to get back there for that particular purpose of like re, 
you know, rerunning through an area so with a different character type to see if there's things I can find. Yeah, if you missed anything. Yeah, it's just kind of hard to navigate those those things if you don't really remember where you're going. Yeah. So. Yeah. Remembering where there's, like, water there so maybe the fish man can do stuff. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. I agree. But... It's good. I've never played a Wonder Boy game before, and it was fun to go back and experience some of it. Yep, I don't I know if I'm it. ever going to beat it, because shit, this game is fucking hard. It's seriously hard, man. Like, it's really difficult. I love the art style. I feel like Brian's going to pick it up and be like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. This game is not good. This wasn't as difficult as the first time I used a hoop and stick. <laughs> no, I'm terrible at all those old school games, so I'm, I'd probably not get anywhere mm-hmm. in it. You never know. I think I find Shovel Knight, which is like a throwback to that stuff, to yeah, be very so difficult. You'd be, you'd be in the same bucket as us because I'm yeah. not good at Shovel Knight either. But I feel like I've gotten better at this though playing it. But again, it's like it's just figuring out the timing. I think getting over the intimidation of it Big for me was well, just kind of yeah. You know, that's but. the biggest factor going for. I mean. Not the same kind of game, but as far as difficult games go, like Bloodborne and stuff, intimidation is like how they get you the most. Yeah, knowing that you're just going to mess up a lot, I think you can get through Wonder Boy and Bloodborne. Like you can, you'll learn the game. Yeah, you'll get better at it. It's uh, it's worth twenty bucks, but if you're weary about it, just wait because it'll probably go on sale. Yeah, but yeah. it's still fun and it's available everywhere. Like I yeah. said. Everywhere, it'll Switch. probably go on sale on other platforms before First. it goes on sale on Switch. Yeah, but I don't even know if they'll well, ever have sales. Ninten- at this point. Nintendo does do a lot. They were doing a lot of sales on Wii U and 3DS, so they will eventually get to some okay. sales, but probably not till at least fall. Yeah, that that would be a good time for them to have a first, more like a Black Friday sale. Yeah, but yeah, yep. So yeah, yep. that's Wonder Boy. We're down. We're down to clown with it. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable. If it, you have a, a system that you play it on, let us know what you think. If you play any games, any and games you want to tell us talk what about you it. think of them, talk about it with us. Yeah. We'd Even love it. If you We'd don't love, want to talk about games, we might still talk to you. We'd love to have you talk about it here on Twitch with us at twitch.tv slash Midwest Game Nerds every other Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, like this weirdo in the chat room. Asking us about TV true TV. shows. He wanted us to know about TV shows. And he's like, have you seen South Park? And I wanted to be like, yeah, I've fucking seen South Park. <laughs> I was, yeah, that's good. I was in like fourth grade when South Park started. I it remember was, that. Everybody had a Cartman t-shirt. It was like mind-blowing at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Kenny, Kenny dies every time. I can't say that I've ever finished an episode of South Park. <laughs> really? Yeah. Damn. I just never really watched it. Nick's told me countless times to watch the Tron one. There's a it's, Tron there's, one? There are, yeah, it's, there like, are, it's about Facebook, but also Tron or uh, something. Okay. I don't know. The Kanye West episode's really good, too. I always heard about the Tom Cruise one. Tom Cruise is good. There's a lot of good episodes South yeah, Park. But yeah. yeah, this weirdo in the chat room is all like, have you seen South Park? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, he well, followed us on Twitch, so thanks, guy. Thanks, yeah. D Jackson 7581 but... I don't Sorry, know why John's calling to, you weird. I just—I mean, we're a game. We want to talk about games. I don't yeah. want to talk about TV. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his initial questions made sense because he yeah. was like, "It started like, with the G four, and I was like, "Yeah, back in the back in the day, big fans of Attack of the Show." And he was like, 
have you watched True TV? And I was like, not much True yeah, TV. No. Was, when when he asked about True TV, I was like, this guy just must be trolling. And, and he's like, have I you was, watched Hack My Life on True TV? And I said, is that with Brian Brushwood? Because I thought Brian Brushwood he's had got some, a like, different one. Life hack. It's like decoding. Something. I don't know. It's something like that. But yeah. he said, Hack My Life is hosted by Kevin Pereira, which makes sense in he's the context of games because Kevin Pereira was G4 Attack the Show. See, I don't even remember any of that. Anyway, so, but yeah, it's just kind of come join talk. us on Twitch. You can be in the room seeing so when you, who's trolling us, and I'll talk shit about yeah. you at the end of the episode, <laughs> <laughs> like I did about the douchebag last episode. Yeah. Who was yeah, but he was actually he was guy. being a huge douchebag. Um, next episode, I don't even know what comes out next. We've got Puyo Puyo Tetris on Tuesday, which I may or may not pick up. We've got Mario Kart on Friday, which I assume both of you are probably picking yes, up. That might be I don't be what mean to spring on. you on this now, but there's a very good chance I can't be on the next episode. That's <sighs> all right. We'll find someone to replace <laughs> Well, that you. sucks because you won't get to talk about Prey either because I'm going to rent it and play it before the next episode as well. <sighs> I forgot that was even coming yeah, out. Yeah, it comes out May 5th, and we're ne- our next episode well, is May 7th. I mean... We'll, we'll talk about this when we're done recording. Yes. Inside baseball. Anyway, those are things that might come up next episode. Yep. So while you're listening or even watching along in the next episode or this one, who knows, why not head over to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com slash support. Check out all the ways you can support us. We can uh, you know, send you some, some T-shirts and hoodies and koozies. You can also hit the donate button if you don't feel like actually buying anything and you just want to give us money because you like what we do. That would be sweet. Check out the Amazon affiliate link. All of the Amazon shopping you do, if you use that link, some of that money comes to us. That is pretty cool because it doesn't cost you anything extra. Don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher like iTunes, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, uh, what was the other one? Uh, TuneIn Radio mm-hmm. and Google Play Podcast. Do that, rate and review us so that we can climb the charts so more people notice us because we would like to be noticed more. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to send us feedback. We love feedback. If you have been listening since the beginning of the episode, we read back an email from Tom. And it took us two episodes to do it, but we, but we read it back. It. And we did it because we appreciate feedback and we like talking to you guys. So send feedback to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or feel free to hit us up on Twitter at MGN Podcast. Don't forget to add us on Instagram at Midwest Game Nerds. And don't forget to t- check out the other shows on the network like yes. uh, Horror, Horror Movie, Movie Yearbook. Yearbook. Is, they're the only current one that's like that's running, running because we're still waiting for Preacher to start back up and Westworld, which is going to be probably another year out, yeah. I would assume. Uh I still have plans to throw things in the Film Nerds uh, feed, but I haven't gotten around to it. I've just been busy. Uh, they just dropped uh, their episode on 2005 on Horror Movie Yearbook. They talk about horror movies such as The Descent, The Devil's Rejects, and The Exorcism of Emily Rose. So That'll be a that good out. episode. I haven't yeah. listened to it yet, but I really like The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I think it's a fantastic movie, and I have a feeling that both of those guys really like The Devil's Rejects, though I've never heard them actually talk. I, I think have, it might be the only Rob Zombie that Willie respects in yeah. some form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I have seen that. I don't think I've seen the other so, two movies. So yeah, if you like horror movies, check out Horror Movie Yearbook. Even Those if dudes you are don't buddies. like horror movies, they're just Willie really and Tim funny. Will make Especially you Tim, entertained really regardless. Yeah, they're super funny to listen to. And <laughs> no, also, Willie's funny too. If we don't give you enough of the video game fix you're looking for, check out the Replay Podcast. Those dudes are out in Australia, and they're awesome. They are yeah. super funny I listen to listen to. Them to. Now. And uh, they have cool accents, which we don't. Mm-hmm. And they 
they tend to cover more of the competitive gaming stuff, which we don't because we're not really into that. But we're they, good compliments to yeah, each other. Yeah, and they're they're just funny dudes, and I, I appreciate the fact that they listen to our podcast. Yeah, and they have cool accents, Yeah, just I, like true. John said. Yep. But so that, check them out as well. We have cool Midwestern accents. Yeah, we say we just like, don't like ass. Yeah, apples. Apples. <laughs> apples. <laughs> Everything's nasal. Although Brian's always nasal anyways. Yes. Apples. Brian has the... Nasal and monotone. Yeah. Nasal and monotone. His vocal cords still generate the same amount of sound as ours, but the, his mouth is just not big enough for them right, to all to fit. Force so all it's got to come up through the... <laughs> <laughs> Nick's going to love this. Yeah, he is. Anyways... Thanks again for listening along. We really appreciate it. Please check back with us next time. If you have any suggestions of things you'd like to hear for the future, do send them to us. We love hearing that sort of stuff. Other than that, thanks again. Peace out.